Kinsey Presnell, and this is Kindle and Kerosene, a podcast where I share stories and strategies to inspire, encourage, and challenge you to ignite your life. Whether you need a spark to get started or fuel to keep going, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hello, hello. I am Kinsey Presnell, and I just want to welcome you to another episode of Kindle and Kerosene. It is hard to believe that we are already into the middle of October of 2020. This year just continues to be a wild and crazy ride, but here we are, like we've made it to the middle of October. We are overcoming, we are learning, we are getting better. I have to keep telling myself that over and over and over with each storm we get better. And honestly, I have to just allow myself to be grateful for the challenges that this year has presented. The storms, they certainly have not been fun while we've been in them. But on the other side, if I really start to look and reflect, I can find so many things that I've learned and so many ways that I've grown. And I really, really know that if you look and you really start to dig, you're going to find those as well. You know, speaking of October, I was looking at the date and I have a love-hate relationship with social media, but a memory popped up on my Facebook timeline the other day and it was a picture of a key and that key was the key to the FOF training center. I don't know if you know a whole lot about Josh and I and kind of how we started, but we started outside back in 2008 at a park in East Hill. We were there for a very long time, met amazing people. I came over to Pace and ran the same program outside as well. And then just throughout 2019, we just kind of felt stirred and called and moved to combine forces, if you will, in one location in Pace. And so it was something that we had gone back and forth, honestly, for probably a decade to do. We wanted it, but we weren't sure. We were scared. Fear would step in. All of these crazy things that I'm slowly learning to overcome now. But that memory popped up and it just like flooded my head with all of the things that were happening at that time last year. And we signed the lease to the gym on September 30th. And then we got that key on October the 1st. So it has been just over a year And the whole process and ride and experience has been more than I really could have ever imagined it to be. I think like when we started this whole journey and we ordered equipment and we signed the lease, I'm pretty sure we could have never, ever predicted what the first year inside the training center would look like. You know, I really was not anticipating having to shut doors for eight weeks when we signed that lease in October, but You know, I really don't think that I would trade the ups and downs over the last year for just a smooth coasting ride. I really don't. And I think that I've had to really reflect and and decide that I'm going to be thankful for all those up and downs. But as I was kind of thinking about all of the changes that have happened over the last year, I just, I kept coming back to a Mindset Monday episode that I did right around this time last year for our members. I think I've told you guys I used to record a a weekly Mindset Monday that I would put out to our members and I just kind of kept coming back to this episode. And 
So much was changing in all areas of my life at this time last year, just kind of like it has over the course of the whole year. And with that change just came a lot of resistance. And as I talk through today's episode, I'm probably not going to change much from that original episode. I still have the notes in front of me right now because honestly, so much of it still applies today. Like so much of the same stuff is still happening in my life. And if you listen to that episode a year ago, it's probably still occurring in your life as well. So today I just want to talk about the three R's and that is resistance, rejection, and reaction. I think all of us that have experienced 2020 can probably say that we have faced an incredible amount of resistance as people, as a country, as a community, as businesses. I mean, we've all just faced this incredible amount of resistance this year. So I want to start with resistance. And I want to remind you That with growth comes resistance. You cannot have growth without resistance. Resistance is a part of life. Resistance is that force that just seems to oppose you every single time that you attempt to ascend, to improve, or to achieve. You're going to face it. And it's going to come back multiple times. It's not something that you're like, it's a one and done thing. It's going to come back over and over and over. I think that we often think of resistance as a bad thing, but in fact, it's a very, very necessary force. You think about it. How could you adapt and learn and grow if there was no resistance? I think about in the gym, like how would your body ever adapt if there was no resistance? How would your muscles grow and change if they never faced resistance? That's what we do in the gym every day. We make the body face resistance. Nothing is different in your life. What big thing have you ever done that didn't require you to experience and deal with some resistance? I'm guessing probably nothing. But I will say, just because resistance is necessary, it doesn't mean that you don't want to just like kick it in the butt and be done with it, right? Like we want to overcome it. I think that all starts with understanding that resistance comes from various areas. And one area where I think sometimes we fail to recognize resistance for what it is, is the area of voices, both outside voices, those of people around you, like friends or family members, maybe boss, your coworker, even sometimes advertisers, as well as inside voices, those little voices that are happening all day, every day inside your head. I'm going to start with outside voices. Those are the voices, they let you know how hard everything is going to be, right? They remind you, like, this is going to be so hard. Like, why would you do something? You know this is going to be tough. They willingly give you their opinion on what you're doing and how you're doing it. And how they would do it better or different, even though they probably have zero experience. They challenge you and they make you think that, you know, maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to do. Maybe I'm not actually supposed to do this. 
And I will say, I don't even think that they often, I think a lot of times they don't do it on purpose, right? But those little outside voices, those little seeds of negativity, they can easily become planted in your mind and begin to flourish if you allow them. And I think back to so many conversations that I've had with people, family members, friends, people around me, like people that are supposed to be in my corner, right? Like these people that I count on and look to for opinions, which is a whole nother subject, but like these people that are maybe close to me. I think back to conversations that I've had with them. And again, I don't think that they've meant to do it, but it's like they've discouraged growth and risk and going big with my life. It's the encouragement from people around you to just maintain, right? Just be like everybody else. Just do what everybody else is doing. You know, if you do it this way, it'll be safe, right? Play life safe. Don't chase that dream because it's too risky. Be content with average. Voices that tell you, maybe even in a really, really nice way, that you're too old to try something new. Maybe you're not smart enough to try something new. Voices that remind you that you might fail. Voices that let you know that you might make people mad or that people might not like what you're trying to do. Like all of these outside voices are resistance. They're resistance. And then you've got the inside voices. Those are a little bit sneakier. They make you think like, you know, you're not good enough or you started too late or it's too hard or maybe you don't deserve the success that you're chasing. These voices also start as very small seeds, but what happens if you allow them to take root, like if you give them the slightest amount of power, they will grow and they will grow rapidly. Like what do they grow into? What do these voices and these resistance, this resistance grow into? They grow quickly into self-doubt, fear, limitations, and unfortunately, sometimes even surrender. They make you question yourself and everything that you're doing. And many times they make you stop. They make you quit. How do you get past it? How do you get past it when everything seems to be resisting what you're doing? How do you shut the resistance down? I believe that it all starts with an unshakable belief in what you're doing. An unshakable belief in what you're doing. Not just like I think I'm doing this right or I think this is what I'm supposed to do. But like, man, this is what I'm here for. I am doing what I'm supposed to do. This is my purpose on this planet, right? An unshakable belief in what you're doing. You've got to know why you're doing what you're doing. And then you have to remind yourself of that why constantly. It doesn't matter what you're pursuing. Maybe you're trying to lose weight. Maybe you're training for a really hard race. Maybe you're starting a business. Maybe you're trying to pay off some debt. Maybe you're trying to repair a marriage. You absolutely can do any one of those things or all of them. But you have to know why and you have to believe in what it is you're doing. This is where an ethos or a motto that you live by comes in. When we talk about this subject in Project U, we talk about the Spartans. 
and you've already heard their ethos. I'm sure you have. I'm going to assume you have, but just in case you haven't, it is no retreat, no surrender. When things get tough, when they were facing resistance, this ethos is the code that they lived by. And you need one too. You need to have your ethos ready and memorized. You need to say it over and over until you believe it. Because resistance will tell you to stop. It will tell you to stop if you let it. Your ethos or your mantra, that's going to be what helps to silence these voices of resistance. You know, honestly, I feel like I I deal with a new battle of resistance almost weekly. Like it's always something it feels like sometimes. And it comes in different forms. It can be a comment from someone. It can be a rude remark. It can be an email, a text, a look, a question, or just like a trial in general. And it sucks. Like many times it feels like it's coming from all directions. Like it's coming from every direction possible in every area of my life. And I'm getting better at recognizing it, but a lot of times I let it win for a bit. And I replay things in my head. I'll repeat a conversation over and over. I'll completely overanalyze the conversation. Sometimes I get down or pissed or annoyed. But then I start to recognize it and then I start to shut it down. And I remind myself of the big picture. And I feel like that's such a big key is to remind yourself of the big picture because oftentimes if we don't, we get sucked into these tiny little details that really, in the grand scheme of things, they really don't matter. They really don't matter that much. And so often when some of this stuff is going on, I'll just write down my ethos. I'll write it down over and over. Like every day when I journal, I'll just write it at the top. Before I go to bed, when I write gratitude, I'll just write it at the top over and over And it's changed over the years and I actually have a few, but in the stage that I'm in, the the ethos that I've been living by for the last at least couple of years is this. This is what I tell resistance. I live in a state of abundance. I embrace hard things. I thrive in the uncomfortable. I honor the struggle. I'm alive. I'm impactful. And I'm grateful. Right, so when things start coming at me, this is just something that simply is a trigger in my mind of this is who I am and this is how I live. I live in a state of abundance. I embrace hard things. I thrive in the uncomfortable. I honor the struggle. I'm alive. I'm impactful. I'm grateful. It reminds me that the things that I'm doing are worthwhile. It reminds me that I can face this battle, like whatever that battle might be. It takes the guesswork out when the thought of stopping or quitting crosses my mind. It's like, nope, nope, I embrace hard things. Like I do the hard things. When the thought of how is this all actually going to work? Like how is this really going to all play out? Like I just can't see it, right? Those, Those times happen too. I remind myself that I live in a state of abundance. And here's what I found to be so very interesting about resistance. And it has just, this is kind of just how it's happened throughout my life. And I've seen it so many times in the lives of those around me. So I fully believe this. 
Resistance is abundant when we're doing what we're called to do. I'm going to say that again. Resistance is abundant when we are doing what we are called to do. Why? Because it wants to stop us. If we just listen, we'll be quick to stop and then we won't finish what we started. We'll stop short of our purpose. So I have to start looking at resistance for what it is. It's a reminder that I'm close, that I'm on the right track, that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. So learn to recognize resistance. Learn to tell the difference between that force and warning signs right? Because there is a difference there, resistance and like, hey, this is a big fat red sign that says stop, right? There's a difference. Learn to tell the difference and then go kick resistance's butt. And then we've got rejection. Rejection. This one is so, so hard for me. If you know me at all, you probably know this, but I absolutely... I love to please people and I want to make everyone happy. I do. That is just, that's my personality. I would like rather eat dirt than have to deal with confrontation or conflict. Like I hate it. I hate it. So I'll often try to avoid things where I might feel a sense of rejection or disappointment. And all of that goes back a long way and, you know, through a lot of tears and a lot of talks with like pretty smart people, I have a pretty good grasp on where all of that comes from. But I think that we all deal with this fear on some level. I think as humans, we have a desire to be liked, right? We want to be accepted, We don't want to step on toes. I don't think anybody's born and just like, I'm going to be the classic, you know, person that no one likes. Like, I don't want anyone to like me. I don't think that's us as humans. I think as humans, we want to be liked. But here's what I'm learning. And it has been a very hard learning process for me. I am not going to please everyone. I'm not. People aren't always going to agree with or even like me. Right? And that's hard to swallow. That's hard for me to swallow. But it's true. Like, not everybody is going to agree with me. Not everybody is going to like what I do. Not everybody is even going to like me as a person. And I have to become okay with that. Like, people, even the people that are as nice as pie to my face, right? They smile. They say all the right things. They seem genuinely invested in me. They will talk about me. And they'll do it behind my back. People will say things that aren't true. And all of that is okay, right? It sucks, yes, but it's okay. We cannot go around living life like just clouded by this fear of rejection. We can't always think that we did something wrong. Like I fall into that trap sometimes. Like I just constantly think like, I mean, a police siren goes by. I'm like, oh, they're after me. I already know it. Like I know that's so stupid, but that's kind of just the – The obstacle that I've had to overcome for a long time in my life is just constantly thinking that I did something wrong. We have to accept the fact that some people are different than we are. And we can still like them and we can still be kind to them. We can still care about them. But we don't have to listen to them or allow their negative opinion to impact us 
or to be a driving force in our life. Like I've seen so, so many times in my life and in the lives of people that are close to me, like we allow this one negative person or opinion to be like the driving force of our life. Like it's our compass. Like that it cannot be our compass, right? We can love that person, but their opinion doesn't need to impact us. We can't allow what someone says to make us begin to question our value or our worth, right? We can't allow that. We can't give that power to something or someone else. Because unfortunately, rejection is a part of life. It is. When you can start to thicken your skin a little bit and when you can learn like who really cares and is speaking from a point of concern versus a point of judgment or opinion, you can start to deal, right? This is so not easy again. Like it's something I've worked on for most of my life and I still don't have it right. Like I still get my feelings hurt really easily. I still try to do everything in my power to please people. I do. Thankfully, Josh like really keeps me grounded here, especially when it comes to the business because if he didn't, We would never actually have been in business for more than a day because I'd do everything for free. I would probably work 24 hours a day because I would make a time slot that works for every single person and their kids could be there and, you know, I would do this for them and I would do that for them. Like, I would stretch myself incredibly thin just to please people, right? So I'm super thankful for Josh there because, you know, he keeps me grounded and in check of like, You can't do it all. Like you can't please everyone. If I were to look back through years of journals, I would probably see struggles with this woven through so many days and weeks and years, honestly, in my life. And it goes back to probably when I was a a kid. You know, I can see it and remember it in high school and college and my first few jobs and business now. As a friend, as a mom, as a wife, like I can see it woven all throughout my life. It's hard. So what I've had to learn is that I cannot please everyone. Because when you try to please everyone, you won't please anyone. I'm going to say that again because that's something that I have to try to remember. If you try to please everyone, you won't please anyone. You can't make everyone happy. When you try, you'll likely kill yourself in the process and you'll still fall short. Right? I have to remember that. Like when I try just to please everyone, I work myself to death and the reality is I'm probably still going to fall short. So one of the affirmations that I read daily, it's in my morning formula, it says this, it says, I am free of the fear of rejection. Rejection is a necessary thing to achieve success. I act without fear of rejection and feel confident, strong-minded, and energized. I'll read it to you again just in case you want to write that down because if you kind of struggle with rejection, I would encourage you to read this. Uh, It's become very powerful for me and a very just positive word for me to read daily. It says, I am free of the fear of rejection. Rejection is a necessary thing to achieve success. I act without fear of rejection and feel confident, strong-minded, and energized. And again, like I haven't figured this out yet, 
but I am working on it. And you can work on it too, right? You can't let rejection stop you. If you do, you're going to stay stuck right where you are. Someone is always going to have something negative to say, whether they say it to your face or behind your back. This is a, something that we go with, through with our kids all the time because they're both in kind of the phase where kids just become jerks, you know? And so it's like, it's, guys, it's okay. Someone's always going to have something to say. Maybe they'll say it to your face. Maybe they'll say it behind your back. Who knows? But you have to know your value and your worth and you have to separate yourself from the fear of someone disagreeing with you. Right? You have to know your value and your worth. And you have to understand that that's not based on someone's opinion of you. Right? When we can learn to accept that rejection will happen and is actually sometimes necessary to get to where we want to go, we can stop letting fear of it hold us back. Right? When we can learn to accept that rejection will happen and is actually sometimes necessary to get to where we want to go, we can begin to stop letting fear of it hold us back. And finally, reaction. Honestly, everything comes down to this. Everything comes down to this. Reaction. How you experience and handle resistance and rejection has everything to do with your reaction. Your reaction to resistance can suck your energy dry. It can take everything. It can drain all that you have, especially as you begin to worry and doubt and let fear creep in. When you dwell on resistance, rejection, or something someone said, you waste so much of your valuable energy. Like I dealt with this just quite a bit, honestly, over the last few weeks, like I was allowing the stress of resistance and rejection and conversations and kind of some things that were happening, like they were draining my life dry. My workouts were terrible. I wasn't sleeping. I was a terrible mom. I was a mean wife. Like everything was just like my reaction was not what it was supposed to be. Like I just kept dwelling on it and living in it which sucked every ounce of energy I had dry. So your reaction to adversity is so important. Most of the time, you know, we're reacting based on a feeling, an opinion, or a past experience. We have to make sure that we're looking at facts. And we have to ask ourselves, like, am I overreacting here? Like, am I overreacting? Am I reacting with doubt or fear or worry? Am I reacting by quitting when the going gets tough? (laughs) Right? Like, what is my reaction when things aren't going my way? I've just talked about this. This is episode seven. I've probably said something like it in the first six as well. But like, anybody can do what they need to do when things are going right. But how are we reacting when things aren't going our way. You know, it, like Josh said to me just, I don't know, maybe last week when I was struggling, he just said, you know, Kenzie, there's only one direction to go if you want to do what you say you want to do, and that is forward, right? There's only one direction to go if you want to do what you say you want to do, and that's forward. 
And that statement was so very simple, but so very true. I was letting my reaction override what I know to be true. I was allowing a little bit of resistance and the feeling of rejection to cloud me and get an unnecessary and inappropriate reaction out of me. Instead of brushing things off or shutting them down, my reaction was to question. I'll tell you right now that questioning what you're doing because of a small little mountain that you have to climb or a comment that you heard or a trial that you're in is not a reaction that will move you forward. It will keep you stuck. Like it will keep you stuck right where you are. And it might even start to send you backward. And if you're investing time out of your day, 30 minutes or whatever this episode is going to end up being today, but if you're investing the time out of your day to listen to this, I'm guessing that you're not interested in moving backwards. I'm not interested in going backwards. You can react by moving forward and getting on with creating the future that you want. Or you can react by staying stuck in the past. You can stay stuck in your problems or you can move forward. But you always have a choice. You absolutely always have control over your reaction. Are you going to gossip? Are you going to play into the negativity? Are you going to give your power over to others? Or are you going to rise up? The choice is yours. And while I'm on reaction, I want to just touch real quick on expectations. I feel like we have this conversation over and over and over, whether it be with someone in the gym or someone that we're working with in Project U, but so many times we react a certain way because of the expectation that we had for someone or something, right? Josh and I were just talking about this today, some things that we're working on, like, I became very frustrated or he became very frustrated because of the expectation that we had of ourselves or the situation, right? Are, we re- are you reacting negatively because the situation or your spouse or your project didn't live up to your expectation? That perfect scenario that you played out in your head, right? I think we have to think about that and actually spend time reflecting on that. Like why... Did I react the way that I did? Was it because I expected something different? You know, think about just a simple example that we've all been in. If we expect it to take us 30 minutes to get to work, but it takes an hour, how do you react? If we expect a 5% raise, but we only get a 2% raise, how do you react? Sometimes before we react or fly off the handle, we have to take the time to check our expectations. Right? We have to check our expectation. Regardless of where you find yourself, how much resistance that you're facing, or if you, re- you face rejection like a thousand times in a row, you can control your reaction. And your reaction will be the difference between staying stuck where you are or in the past and moving forward into the future that you're working towards. Right? I hope that you enjoyed this message today. The three R's, right? Resistance, a necessary force, but one you can totally reckon with. Rejection, we've got to stop letting it have power over us. And finally, reaction, the one thing that you absolutely can 
always control. I want to encourage you to just face this stuff head on. Let's get people out of our life that aren't speaking life into us or that are clouding us with their negativity. And if you can't get them out of your life, stop at least giving their opinion value. Remember, you have to protect your environment, and that includes the people that you surround yourself with. Put yourself around people that are doing what you want to do. Put yourself around people that are positive and uplifting. Right? And then let's just go conquer this week. Right? Let's go conquer this week. I want to encourage you as I hop off today, if you haven't stepped into the FOF Training Center before, if you haven't come in for a free week of workouts, I would just encourage you to come by. At least come look around, come meet us. You know, we're not for everybody, right? I already said that and I'm okay with that. But it is an amazing place that is unlike any other gym in this area, in the Pace and Pensacola area. So we would love to meet you if you haven't been by before. Those of you guys that we see every day, we love y'all. We appreciate you. And I just want to say thanks for listening today. Thanks for sharing this podcast with your friends. Um, I hope that in some way I have impacted you today. So let's go rock this week. All right. I'll talk to y'all soon. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can find me on social media at Fixed On Fitness. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Go have an awesome day.